and good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play -play coming to you live here on this. What day of the week is it? Wednesday. Casey just clear here with Coach Brian Colley in the studio. We've got a fun show coming your way. We're going to be, uh, in the next segment of the show, having a visit with Mr. Chet Sternfels with CORE Athletic Performance Training. Uh, Mr. Sternfels does an excellent job. Uh, we'll get some thoughts from him about you know, some things that you should be doing, some things that you should maybe not be doing. Uh, uh, CORE does such an excellent job uh, of working with the student-athletes in our area, and Mr. Sternfels will be giving us some thoughts. That's um, going to be a fun, fun interview in the next segment of the show. Then at 12.15, oh boy, time to get into some trouble. <laughs> We've got Turtle coming on at 12.15. Turtle told me yesterday, he said, bro, I'm fired up. I'm ready to talk about Zion Williamson. I'm ready to talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. We'll have the turtle on at 12.15 to talk about all sorts of stuff, and we'll have some fun with him. Uh, after that, if we have time, turtle and I sometimes run long. If we have time, we're going to get to our mailbag. If we don't have time, we'll get the mailbag a little later in the week. Either or, we'll make it work. We'll figure some things out, and we'll uh, we'll get that done. Um and then at the bottom of the show, we got some betting picks and some things that we'll get to you all um, to get you set for this Wednesday. There's a lot of Major League Baseball happening actually right now, so we're going to miss some of the baseball schedule with our betting picks, but that's okay. I've got some stuff tonight that we like, and um, we'll try to get you some winners. Oh, man, we've been good. If you follow me on Bayou Sports, we were 4-1 and one yesterday. We were 3-1 and one the day before that, so we have been doing pretty well, and we'll try to stay hot today. Yesterday, there was a little bit of baseball that was played, far more than what I think people realized that there might be, uh, because the rain kind of sort of held out. It was just mostly along the coast, and we were able to get some games in. In 5A in the local scoreboard, Destrehan falls to Hanville, 2-1. to one. Hanville gets a 2-1 to one win over Destrehan. Let me pull this up. I got a feeling our district championship chase in our local 5A district is just a mess. Let me go and pull this up. And see if there's an, even an outside chance that somebody outside of the top 28 can maybe get in. Destrans 5 and 1. Central Lafouche is 4 and 1. Central Lafouche has already played and lost to Destrahan. Boy, if they could have. Oh, boy. Central Lafouche is trying to give you a little <laughs> back doorway in, but Destrans beat them head to head. Hanville's 4 and 2. Thibodeau's 3 and 2. Terrebonne's 2 and 4. HL Bourgeois 2 and 4. East St. John's 0 oh and 6. So it looks like Destrahan. Um, well, well, no, no, Destrahan's got it. Yeah, they've got it. My apologies. They're playing Hanville again today, or tomorrow rather, but that's a non-district game. So, no, Destrahan's got it. They're going to win the district championship. Central Lafouche has one more game against Thibodeau, which we'll tell you about in just a second. H.L. Bourgeois falls to Terrebonne, 10-0. The Tigers get a win over H.L. Bourgeois. H.L. Bourgeois hit the skids in the back end of the season, man. They really started off strong. Um... But they're now 10 and 17, and since like mid March, they've only won like one or two games. I remember we had Josh Smith on after they had just beat Bell Chase 11 0. Since that time, they're 2 and 8. So they have really been struggling. Um, ironically enough, one of those two wins was against Thibodeau. So they're more than capable of popping up and getting you on any given day. But it's been a struggle for the Braves. Uh, let's see, yesterday in 4A, a game you were able to hear right here on KLEB, we had South Lafouche get an 11-1 win against Ellender. In a mud pit, the Tarpons get past Ellender. Um, the difference in that game, 
Uh, I'm going to tell you the exact numbers here. I'm going to pull up my game changer. South Lafouche issued zero walks for the game. None. Ellender had 14. Now, South Lafouche had three hit batters, right? So it wasn't completely clean. They did hit some guys. But the difference in the game, Ellender had 14 walks as a team. South Lafouche had none. Ellender had four errors as a team. South Lafouche had one. And at the end of the day, when you're an underdog, um, you've got to play cleaner than that. The Tarpons only got two hits in the game, but they took advantage of mistakes, got 11 runs, and got a victory over the Ellender Patriots, moved up to 29th in the power ratings, and got a big district win. Yeah, Ellender couldn't field the ball. And look, it was uh, terrible conditions for both teams. Uh, South Lafourche adjusted well. Uh, Ellender just did not. And uh, simple ground balls, they just would feel it, bombo the ball, or the throw was off, and uh, and the Tarpons took advantage of it. Vanderbilt and Assumption were scheduled to play tomorrow in the district championship game. They moved that game to Friday. Vanderbilt and Assumption are going to try to get that game in on Friday. Lutcher beats Morgan City 7-1. to Morgan City falls to Lutcher in a district contest. In 5A, Thibodeau was scheduled to play Central Lafouche yesterday. The schools have decided they're going to play that game tomorrow. So that game is going to be scheduled for tomorrow at Central Lafouche. Remember, Thibodeau was scheduled to play St. John in a best-of-three series. Not best-of-three, but a three-game series. That was going to be Thursday, Friday. They moved uh, off of that Thursday game, so they'll only play St. John twice. They'll play Central Lafouche tomorrow. Um, 3A, in a game that was actually going on during our show yesterday, E.D. White gets a 4-3 to victory over Berwick. The Cardinals jumped out to a 3 to nothing lead, actually even a 4 to nothing lead in the late stages. Berwick gets 2 in the 6th, 1 in the 7th. But E.D. White slams the door shut. Tyler Weimer gets the final two outs of the game in eight pitches. E.D. White gets a 4-3 to win. That is virtually going to lock up the district championship for them. They've got to get past St. James tomorrow, but they're going to be heavily favored to do that. So it's looking like E.D. White's going to be a district champion. Uh, St. James falls to Patterson 10-6 to yesterday, so the Lumberjacks get a victory over St. James, also in our 3A district. In 2A, Homer Christian School is off. Single A, CCA. They travel to take on Generet. Got a 20 to nothing win. Coach Joe and his team stay hot. They got a decisive victory over Generet. Ascension Catholic, our old buddy G. Cassard and his team, they got a 6 to 2 win over St. John. St. John's good. That's a good win for Ascension Catholic. Now, today, I'm going to give you a rundown of the game scheduled for today. And I say scheduled because I don't know how much baseball we're going to get to, to, to play today. Today, on the local calendar, we have Central Lafouche and CCA. That game's already been canceled. Uh, so that game's not going to be played today. In 4A, we had scheduled today. Um, nothing locally. 3A, nothing locally. 2A was where the big game was going to be. Homa Christian taking on Riverside Academy. That's scheduled for a home game for Homa Christian. Good luck, Butch. We love you, but I don't know if you're going to be playing baseball today against Riverside. That game was scheduled for 4 o'clock. Covenant Christian Central has been canceled, as we said. Central Catholics traveling to take on Vermilion Catholic. That's pretty far away from the coast. I think they'll be able to get that one in. That, that's on West Louisiana out there. The rain's concentrated in southeast Louisiana. I think Central Catholic will be able to play today. Um, and that pretty much wraps up today. Uh, in 6-5A, they're doing it right. They're having a district tournament that begins today. Uh, I would love to see the bracket for that. But Covington, Fountain Blue, Hammond, North Shore, Plaquemine, Ponchatoula, Slidell, St. Paul's, and West Feliciana are all getting together, and they're playing their district tournament. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Bayou District Districts. Um, we would love to see that in the future. We'd love to cover that in the future. Hopefully that's a model that we could adopt in the future. 
but we've got a local, a lot of local teams and well, not a lot of local teams, a lot of statewide teams in six five A who are playing in that district tournament this weekend. Question is who, how you t- do uh, you determine who wins the district? Is it regular season district or the tournament winner is the district champ? I would say let it be the tournament champ. Yeah, I would. If you're zero and thirty and you're good enough to win the district tournament, hey, go ahead. Because they have some teams that are outside that top 23, 24 in that district that if uh, – who knows what can happen. They get hot and they can win that district tournament. They're the district champs. They're going to jump in. They're going to jump some people. Very, they're going to knock some out. Very interesting. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. We're going to Chet Sternfelds. We'll talk about CORE and some of the amazing things that they're doing to help our local student-athletes. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trowlers. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Here's Pastor Rick with a special message. Hi everybody, this is Pastor Rick Warren. Would you like to live an extraordinary life? One where you make a lasting contribution that serves God and blesses others? A life where you use all your skills and abilities and talents to pursue your dreams? Well, guess what? God wants you to live that life. In fact, he created you to live a life of significance as you pursue the dream he's placed in your heart. That's why I've written a new book called Created a Dream, the six phases God uses to grow your faith. It explains the process that God uses to deepen your faith as he moves you step by step closer to your dream. You can go to pastorrick.com dream and you can get the first chapter there. Thank you so much. I love you. 
Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey just with Coach Brian Colley. We're enjoying our Wednesday. We hope the same for you all. And now we're going to go to a very special guest in this segment of the show, Mr. Chet Sternfels with Core Physical Therapy and Sports Performance. They've got multiple locations out in the Morgan City and also in the Thibodeau area. Mr. Sternfels, good morning, partner. How are we doing today? Good morning. How are y'all? Doing great, man. Look, we wanted to have you on to discuss some of the things that you do, some of the ways that you guys make an impact to our local student-athletes. Man, tell us about Core Physical Therapy and Sports Performance, my friend. Good, man. We're glad to be here. Well, Core PT started in 2018. I've, I've kind of been a physical therapist for almost 23 years now. And uh, myself and Zach Case, who uh, Zach is a certified strength and conditioning specialist, we kind of came through, came up with an idea of joining forces and, and starting to provide some services that we didn't feel like were being offered in our area. So a lot of what we do is uh, we have a very very detailed assessments package that we do with any athlete, whether it's a middle school kid, junior high, collegiate, professional, and high school kid. Based off of our assessment, we fit them into a program that will better suit them. And our, our philosophy is we want to we want to make sure that the athletes move well first to prevent injury, and then once we get them moving well, then we can progress them into one of our strength and conditioning programs. So that's kind of what we based our, our philosophy on, and that's really grown over the last five years. So now we're we're actually able to take different schools and, and run their strength and conditioning programs. And uh, we've been real fortunate to be part of some great programs here in the last three or four years, uh, most notable Central Catholic uh, High School in Morgan City, White, Thibodeau. We've worked with some girls from Thibodeau High. We're now at Assumption High School, and we've even moved into Ascension Parish, working with East Ascension. Uh, and it's been a great, it's been a great evolution for us. Uh, what we feel like is we're able to provide essentially a college-based program in a high school setting. So it's been real fun. It's a, it's a passion of mine. I've been around athletics all my life. Uh, I have seven kids who have all. Uh, or in the, either past through E.D. White or at E.D. White right now, and so it's been a little too hard for me to be able to work with my kids on a daily basis at school. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what we do in a nutshell. We also are a very uh, orthopedically-based uh, physical therapy provider. So not only do we treat athletes, we treat the general public from, you know, total joints, back surgeries, to someone who is, uh, like myself, who's a weekend warrior and just trying to stay healthy as we all get a little bit older. So uh, it's been great fun over the last five and a half years or so, and we feel very blessed at our, our progress and what we've been able to do in the community. Good stuff. And, you know, look, one of the things that, you know, everybody's paying attention to right now is is it's baseball season, and, you know, people are focused on pitch counts and arm health and everything, and, you know, how should a student athlete handle those types of things? I don't know. On the one hand, yeah, you want to go and you want to play every single day, but you got to also be looking towards the future in terms of arm health and, and you know, all that types of things. What are some things that a student athlete could be doing to better themselves? Well, hopefully those student athletes have done a good enough job, you know, post football season to go through an off season strength and conditioning program along with arm care. And if they've done that, and typically in season, what we recommend is to continue to lift. We think it's very important for our athletes to lift during the season. 
we measure our athletes every one or two weeks to determine what their central nervous system is doing to, to hopefully so that we're just as strong in the, at the end of the season as we are in the beginning. And as we get to playoff time, that's when you want to be functioning very uh, at your best at this time. So what we do is we will strength train our guys two to three days a week. Uh, nothing that works, you know, real heavy, but we will move weight and we'll move it very quickly. Other than that, I think it's important to listen to your body and when you need rest, to take rest, making sure that you have a good recovery program. And, and like we tell all our athletes, if you're not hydrating, if you're not sleeping, and if you're not resting and recovering, then I think you, you're playing with fire as far as injury prevention. No doubt about that. And look, man, I, you know, so many coaches over at EDY, you know, Kyle is saying has come on here many times and has said, you know, hey, man, you guys are doing such a great job and, you know, they're helping us so much and they're getting our kids bigger, faster, stronger. And, and I know that's a place that's near and dear to you. So when you hear those types of things and then when you see those student athletes make gains and, it, and then it carries over to the field, like that's just got to be one of the most fulfilling things in the world. Uh, it's 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 awesome. You know, I've been around Edie White for 35 years now. Graduated from there, and like I said, we've had, had three girls that have already graduated. I have two sons that are playing football and basketball there right now. And I tell you, it's been the last three or four years that we've been been associated with the program has been some of the best, most exciting years following the program. So and. And hopefully what we're doing is playing a small part to that. You know, we've been blessed with a lot, a lot of great kids and, and really good athletes over the last three or four years. So, you know, it's definitely a combination of both. And, and I can't say enough about the administration and the staff there. Uh, you mentioned Kyle. I think Kyle is a great leader of men, and I think he's proven that over the last three to four years since he's been back. So it's it's been fun. It's like I said, it's it's something dear to my heart. It's very passionate, and uh, and Zach Case, who is a who's actually an alumni of Central Catholic of Morgan City, I, I know he feels the same as far as what we've been able to do there, and just our involvement with the kids, and and to me, that's what it's all about at this point. We've got a big listener base in the South Lafourche and then also South Terrebonne towards Homa area. If any of those parents are listening and saying, hey, man, like this sounds like what my child needs to get to the next level, how do they get a hold of you guys? How do you get started? So really there's multiple ways. I mean, the easiest way is to get in touch with us is, is through, our, through our contacts. You can call us at uh, 384-1999. And we get you started there. We also have entry points through our website and all of our social media sites. You know, it's so we make it very easy for a parent to reach out to us. Uh, and it's it's as simple as picking up the call. And what we do offer is we do offer a, a, a free type of, of assessment where we can see if, if their child or athlete fits what we are trying to do with them. And if so... Uh, then we can fit them into a program that caters to them. We, we do small groups throughout the week, both in both locations. We also do individual work. And like I said, we, we, we think our programming is second to none, and we're proud of what we've uh, been able to do with some of our local athletes, and our feedback has been good. So we're very appreciative of that also. Mr. Sternfels, I'm going to ask you about something here, and I think that this is something that is, is commonly messed up by student-athletes. How important is it to rest? Because there are so many student-athletes I see that are going 150 miles an hour all the time. They're going to this thing and then this thing, and I feel like they break themselves down. 
how important is it when you're trying to build up your body and you're trying to get stronger and you're trying to get more fit, how important is it to rest and sleep and do some of those things that you were talking about earlier? You know, it's funny. I had this conversation with a, with a, with a kid from E.D. White who's going on to play football at Nichols yesterday in the clinic. And we talked about speed work and how important it is. And we began talking about, you know, if you're not going to the – to the, to the stadium and to the field work and, and work in a specific way. And then really all you're doing is breaking down your body. And so we talked a lot about rest. But I think in today's world, you know, everybody, nobody wants to miss anything. And everybody feels like if they're not doing something every day, then they're losing ground. And that's so not the case. And so I think recovery and rest, is, is a lost art, and I think with that is is why you see some kids struggle with some, you know, lingering issues. I think that's why you see some kids who don't progress the way that they want to go, and I think that's very evident in baseball. You know, with the, with the evolution of travel baseball, our kids are playing year round. Now we have more Tommy John surgeries at the junior high level than we actually do at the major league level, and I think there's something very wrong with that but you know you, as a parent and, I, and i've done it also it, it's very hard to not do what everyone else is doing but yeah I, I think you've hit the nail on the head as far as how important rest and recovery are to your growth without it i, I think you it's the missing component and then the next thing I'd imagine that with core, uh, you guys take anybody, right? I mean, you don't have to be an all-state performer. Like if you're just a beginner, you're a seventh grader, just starting your middle school sports, want to better yourself. Like you guys welcome everybody, right? Absolutely, that's what we love to start. We have a great uh, middle school program where these kids come in, and and not they're not moving weight, but what they're doing is they're learning how to move. And they're learning how to, you know, to, to, to squat. They're learning how to hinge. They're learning how to lunge. They're learning how to push things, pull things, and more importantly, learning how to run. And so what we do is if we can teach them the movement patterns that we base everything off of is when they move into their high school years and they actually get exposed to the weight room, they'll be safe in the weight room. And so what we've seen by so many kids who, you know, either learn what they're doing through the Internet or – however that may happen and develop bad habits. And I think that leads to not only injuries, but it, it, it leads to, to where they don't enjoy the weight room because they feel like they can't move. And so I think teaching the foundation at a junior high level, regardless if you've played four sports or zero sports, it's basically learning how to become a life mover. And, and that's ultimately what it's about. It's, it's we, we want everybody that we touch to be able to you know, live a, long, a life of longevity where they learn how to move and, and join movement for a long, long time. And that's that's basically what it's all about in our mind. Good stuff, Mr. Sternfellas. We thank you so much for the time. We'll chat soon. And, hey, look, man, sometime in the next week or so, I'm going to go visit the facility like we talked about, okay? Man, that would be great. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Have a great rest of the day. All right. Thank you. Yep. That is Mr. Chad Sternfellas doing an excellent job. Look, man. There are unsung heroes in every success story. I could tell you now, if you get lined up 20 high school student athletes in this room right now, I would be able to pick out the E.D. White players just by looking at their shoulders, looking at their upper body, looking at the way that they're put together. 
and cores had a big hand in that. Um, that strength training that they do year round is apparent, and it is paying big dividends. Yep, the proof's in the pudding. Look at look at the programs he mentioned uh, that they're working with, and look at the success those programs are having. And he mentioned something that I I tried pushing the last few years. Uh, as far as lifting or working out on game days every day. And uh, you cannot argue with, uh, with their success. Yeah. And um, it's uh, a, a great thing they got going on, and it, might, it makes a difference, a huge difference. No doubt. So they're doing an excellent job. Uh, get involved. Give them a shout. Look, let's catch a break when we get back. I'm telling y'all now, you guys say that you like whenever I get angry and I scream into the microphone. That's happening in the next segment when we talk about Zion Williamson and the ridiculous things that he said yesterday to the media. Um, yeah, it's coming. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We're going to be chatting about the Pelicans in the next segment on 102.7. you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system? called Dufresne Easy Buy. Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. 
Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. You know, this is probably the the most appropriate bumper song because it's a song called I Want It All Back by Ty Tribbett. You think the New Orleans Pelicans brass are saying that they want the two hundred million dollars back yet that <laughs> they have gotten or that they have given to Zion Williamson? Um look, man, y'all get on me. That this is the one look, by and large, my listener like my listeners and I agree on most topics, right? We love LSU. We love South Lafouche. We love local pro sports. Um, and I, look, by and large, this past year for the Saints, you guys understood and thought, hey, it was a mess. Hey, Casey's talking bad, but he's telling the truth. The one area where we have disagreed since the beginning of this show is with the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm sorry, y'all. You guys were wrong. Um, the Pelicans ended the regular season 42-40 and 40 as the number 9 seed, and Zion Williamson has been out for three months with a hamstring sprain. The team said last week, uh, you know, I w- we'll get him back soon, hopefully, and kind of hinted that it was on Zion as to when he was going to come back. We talked about this. They kind of gave a little hint, like, yeah, we're just waiting on him. Well, yesterday Zion spoke about this whole situation, and he put his foot so far into his mouth that now he may need throat surgery because Zion Williamson confirmed yesterday that he is cleared to play, that he is able to play, that he feels no pain, but he's not playing because mentally he's not ready to play, and he's not going to play until he, quote, feels like Zion. Physically, I'm fine now, he said, and I quote, Now it's just a matter of when I feel like Zion. I know the atmosphere I'll be entering based off of playoff-like experience, so now it's just a matter of when I feel like Zion again. What the hell does that even mean? Zion Williamson is getting paid $40 million to play. $40 million. His teammates, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, they're fighting injuries right now. Brandon Ingram has a hurt hand. C.J. McCollum's been beat up. Oh, I'm sorry, Ingram has a hurt toe. McCollum's been beat up. Those guys are playing through it for the betterment of the team. And old Zion just sitting over there gaining weight by the second. You look at him, he's gained all of his weight back. He's out of shape, saying that he's healthy to play, but I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like myself today. So here's what needs to happen. In the offseason, Ms. Benson, whoever's running the Pelicans, because the fact that we don't even know is probably a problem, they need to move on from this guy. They need to move on from this guy, because here's what's going to happen if you don't. Another year's going to go by, and it'll be the same wishy-washy, I'm going to play when I feel like it, oh, I'm going to be injured, I'm not going to play. Then another year's going to go by, and then you know what's going to happen? No one's going to want him anymore. So right now is probably the last chance that you have this offseason to trade this guy and actually get something in return. Because the longer and longer and longer that we keep waiting, the longer and longer that we keep hoping and wishing upon a star that tomorrow he's going to wake up, he's going to be healthy, and he's never going to get hurt again. That's, you know, I'm a South Lafouche guy. South Lafouche people will remember this being said. 
I was in chemistry class. Miss Janet Bowman would say, I'm trying to go to the moon. That doesn't mean that you're actually going to get there, right? Zion's never going to be healthy. He's never going to be all the way bought in. And you know why he's never going to be all the way bought in? Because he's never wanted to play in New Orleans. Damian and I have told you this from the second he was drafted. He's never wanted to play in New Orleans. Ever. Ever. He re-signed with New Orleans. Why? Because they were the only team stupid enough and with the resources enough to give him that $200 million contract. So now what's happening? He's sitting out in his little tuxedo on the bench. He's fatter than he's ever been before, and he doesn't feel like playing. Give me a break. That is an insult and a slap in the face to everybody who pays tickets to watch that team play. That's an insult and a slap in the face to everyone who's ever dealt with legitimate mental health issues, myself included. Oh, I don't feel like it today. Coach, let me ask you this. If tomorrow you told Miss Lagarde, yeah, I, I don't want to go to school. I'm not going to use a sick day, though. I'm not sick. I'm fine. I just don't feel, I don't feel like Brian today. How do you think that would be received, right? That wouldn't go over so well, right? No, no, not at all. And look, I think this whole situation with, with Zion is he, he's uh, the, the, the nonsense when I feel like Zion, I, I'll, I'll play again. What, what is that? That's just ridiculous. And I think he's trying to cover up where he didn't do what he was supposed to do during rehab. Thank you. He's not in shape to play. So he's going to want to say, well, I think it's a mental issue now because – Sometimes I'm running, I can cut, I feel fine. Other times I'm, I'm worried that I'll, I'll re-injure myself again. That is an excuse, and all it is is covering up that he did not do what he was supposed to do during his rehab. He's bigger than what he was. He's out of shape. So don't, Pelican fans, don't hold hope where, hey, if we make the series where he's going to play. No, here's, he's done. He's he, done. He's done. And because he, he's not in shape, he didn't do what he had to do. And he's going to try and say, well, when I feel like Zion, that's, that's the most ridiculous statement where you can I mean, just be honest and, and tell people, I'm not comfortable cutting or doing this, this. But uh, he just didn't do what he's, he's out of shape. He cannot play. So here's the thing. Look, if I'm Brandon Ingram, if I'm C.J. McCollum, I'm busting my butt out there trying to do whatever I can to win games. If this joker shows up in the middle of the first round series, hey guys, I feel like Zion again. No. I wouldn't even want him back. Like, bro, we've been swimming upstream for three months while you nursed your hamstring and ate cheeseburgers on the sideline. And now that it's playoff time and all the cameras are on, you, you want to come back and play? I think the team should today say, all right, Zion Williamson, mental issues out for the season. You want to be out, you're not mentally ready, then you're not mentally ready. Yeah, he's saying he doesn't want to hurt his team. You want to help your team stay away. They don't need this distraction right now. I, I, <laughs> the biggest game they have tonight, they don't need a distraction with Zion. Just get them out. It, it's absurd to me. And, uh, yeah, he said, oh, I don't want to hurt the team. You average 26 points and seven rebounds a game. If you truly are only 85% back, and you score 22 points and six rebounds. That's better than what they have right now in the replacement, right? This idea of, oh, I'm not 100%. It's the NBA, dude. No one is 100%. 
everybody's dealing with something. You play 82 games, everybody's got a little nick or a bruise that they're trying to heal up. So the fact that you don't have that, but you're afraid that if you play, you're going to get hurt again, so mentally you're not right, that's an insult, man. That's the last straw for me. I have tried my best with him to say, you know, maybe this guy's a little different. Maybe this guy, you know, has some stuff, and maybe, you know, maybe he'll be like Joel Embiid, where he'll be hurt early in his career, and then he'll get out. Nah, he ain't got it between the ears, bro. He don't want to be in New Orleans. He don't want to be part of this. And I'll go so far as to say this. If tomorrow Zion disappeared from New Orleans and reappeared in Golden State or Los Angeles or New York or Brooklyn, none of these injury issues would ever happen again. Yeah, because look, it's one thing he said in his little interview that I agree with. He says, I want to play basketball. I think I agree with that. Yeah. Just not in New Orleans. It's not in New Orleans. Because he's, he's making it obvious <laughs> that he just does, doesn't want to play here. And, and and that's a shame because the team has invested a lot in him. The fans have invested a lot in trying to learn to appreciate the way that he plays. And he has done nothing but poo-poo on them over and over and over again. And you could look, it's it's visibly obvious. Just go back and look, don't listen to the audio, don't read the clips. Go back and watch the video of what he was saying yesterday. He's bigger than ever. He's he's like a refrigerator. He's gained though, he's not in shape. And, bro, like if you don't love and respect your locker room enough to stay in shape and to do the things that you're supposed to do, and like you're spitting on everybody there, man. And it's a shame. And it's a shame that we're talking about this right now because New Orleans has an act like the actual guys who want to play have a big game today against Oklahoma City, a game that if they win, they're going to, you know, move on and take on Minnesota in the next round of the play in tournament. But, man, it's just ridiculous. You're paying this dude. $40 $40 million a season. He's healthy. He admits that he's healthy. Like, at least lie and say, hey, my hamstring still hurts him. No, he admits that he's healthy. I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like myself. Then, then, then he waits a day before the big game tonight to come out and talk to the media and, and bring more of a uh, distraction. It's uh, ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. And to I, when I feel like Zion again. I, I feel for those players because they don't deserve to have to be dealing How with How the that. fans are going to react to that if, he, if they even see him on the bench tonight? I mean, he's like, oh, I can't look at my phone. I can't look at the media because what people are saying, they don't know and, you know, all this stuff. And I tell you this, I'm on StubHub right now. There are tickets available in every single section of the Smoothie King Center. Don't know that this is going to be a very well-attended game tonight between they and the Thunder, and that's sad. Uh, That's sad. That could potentially be the last home game of the season, but I think the fans have turned on the team. And it's it's unfortunate because, really, if you go back to December when the team was rolling, everybody was bought in. But everything that could go wrong has gone wrong since then. And now I think people are tuned out. Whether they make the playoffs or not, I think people are tuned out, and I think that that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's sad. Let's catch a break when we get back. We're going to the Turtle. I'm sure he's going to be fired up about all this same stuff. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Celebrating 75 years in business. 
Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering. Also, holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net. Terrebonne General Health System is the largest healthcare resource in Southeast Louisiana, offering a high-tech and high-touch style of healing. World-renowned services include cardiology, women's health, cancer care, and a healthy lifestyle center. This is a true calling for all the physicians, nurses, and staff who make up our proud Terrebonne General family. We are here to provide healthcare for our community. To discover more, please visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. It's Wednesday and it is 12:15, so that means it's time to go to Taylor Griffin, our broadcast colleague here in Coastal Broadcasting. Turtle, what's good, man? Good afternoon. How are we doing today? Hey, doing just fine. How y'all doing today? Doing fine, brother. Having a good show so far and uh, can't wait to hear what you've got to say. Look, let's start locally. Let's I want to ask you about something that I think is is interesting and unique. Um the South Louis baseball team is wrapping up their season, and I'm not going to ask you specifically about the team. I know you hadn't been able to see much of the games, but look, they got their 16th win yesterday, and if they win another game or two, they're going to clinch a the top five winning of seasons in school history. And brother, this is a rebuilding year. The Tarpons returned only one starter from their one through nine, and it's just crazy to me, and we've talked about this before, how the Bayou has just shifted from a football area to a basketball, I mean, to a baseball area. That shift has never been more apparent. This is a rebuilding year. South Lavouche had every excuse to not be good. The, they still are, man. It just goes to show the talent and the local boys that we got that, that play baseball in this area. Yeah, man. Well, uh, I'm going to slightly disagree with, with, with a little uh, keyword that you used, and um, it's something that I'm stealing from Coach Colley. I don't know if he said it on the air or not. I didn't quite catch it, but uh, 
you say rebuild, I say reload. Yep. These guys, they don't want to be known as the rebuild. They don't want to all all they all they would have heard from the end of last year to the beginning of this year. Like man, all the eight out of nine are gone. You only got one coming back. Man, what what are they gonna do? Man, they gonna they got the rebuild. They're gonna do it. This is gonna be a true test. We're gonna see how good they really are. You know, you hear all this stuff. And hey, they emptied they emptied the clip last year, and all they did was reload this year. This is not about rebuilding. This is we're gonna keep on rolling with a fresh set because, as you said, we a baseball town now. We a baseball community. These guys, uh, you know, as we've talked about on the air before, you know, more and more things are offered uh, for them. It's not just rec ball and a little bit of uh, all stars over the summer, and you're done in the Fourth of July. Like these dudes are playing baseball. Multiple months out of the year, you know, you got you got this, these programs in Homa, you got programs in Thibodeau, you got programs all over the place, and these guys that are serious about baseball or beyond all caps serious about baseball, and I think it's really cool, like you said, the the shift in this community. Uh, you know, we always had the passion for the sport back then, but uh, you know, other people, you know. People were just focused on either football or basketball, or maybe there weren't programs close enough for us to really focus on fundamentals and fine-tuning and playing more baseball year-round, you know, beyond uh, Dixie Youth and Pony and Golden Meadow and LaRose. And it's uh, it's showing, man. There, there has been an obvious shift, and it's awesome to see the big payoff to Tarpon Baseball. It's awesome to see us finally, you know, put a consistent – more than decent, you know, very good product on the field. Um, credit to the guys out on the field doing their thing, the parents for supporting them, and the coaching staff at South Lafouche. Can't say enough good things about them. Man, it has come full circle. Really excited about Tarpon Baseball and very proud to see how far that program has come. You know, we were right about something indirectly. And, and you know, we talked earlier in the off season about how you know, it was looking like Austin Clunch was going to be leaving Thibodeau to go anywhere, right? I mean, he was interviewing in Idaho. He was interviewing in New Mexico State. He didn't get either job. He was a finalist at both jobs. And then, you know, I'm getting word from JT and the folks at Nichols like, okay, you know, he's, he's probably going to come back. He didn't get those jobs. He's probably going to come back. Then we get the news on Saturday that Austin's not coming back. He's going to be an assistant coach at Alabama so I'm going to ask you your thoughts on that news, man. Are you a little surprised to see Austin leave and, and go take an assistant coach job somewhere? Look, there's a lot that goes into this. He's going to get a pay raise. He's going to be going to Alabama, have a chance to win a national championship ring. All that goes into it. But were you a little surprised to see that he's going to relinquish control and no longer be running a program? Um, I wasn't surprised that it happened overall. Like, you had to see it was coming. I mean, if you're going to go – if you're going to, uh, you know, get an upgrade in your job status from the Southland, you know, typically you jump into like, I don't know, a head coaching job in the Sun Belt, you know, the American Conference, something like that. For him to go from the Southland to the SEC, you, you have to expect like, okay, he's, uh, there's no way he's going to just jump into a head coaching position. I'm just with the news of, oh, he's coming back, false alarm, and then all of a sudden he's gone again, like he's leaving for real, like that kind of surprised me. I didn't think it would all happen this season. But 
the jump he made overall, like, no, I'm not shocked. Um, like you said, that obviously it's going to be a huge pay raise. It's going to be, you know, more exposure. He always wanted to get in a Power 5 conference. I mean, Alabama was the number one overall seed this year. Uh, everything he's dreamed for and, and dreamed of and worked for, it, it's it's continuing to grow. And, you know, he's he's in the position that, that he deserves to be in. And, uh, like I said, I didn't think it was going to happen this year after – withdrawing from all the rumors a couple weeks ago but either way happy for him and uh best of luck to him bro i feel bad for whoever his replacement's gonna be but it's like the timing couldn't be worse i mean you're losing latrell jones huffman uh delcadia you're losing manny littles pierce spencer's already in the portal like you're losing a lot of the meat and potatoes off of your roster a roster that already was just like a 500 club to begin with um do you have any name that you favor? I gave seven names yesterday over on Bayou Sports. You know, Nick Bowman, who's the associate coach now, Larry Cordero, Jeff Moore, Tyler Parker, like on and on. I think Randy Livingston's a sleeper, Stacey Hollowell over at Loyola. Do you have anybody that you favor more than the others? Man, uh, yeah, I read your short list that, that you had posted last time. Um, you know, they all made sense. Uh, I mean, the only one, I know you said Randy Livingston was a sleeper. Uh, I, I think the guy is set. I think he's made his money. I, I don't see him trying to leave the place, you know, where it's home for him already. Um, so I would I would write that one off if I had to, you know, put money on it. But, man, Bowman, right off the bat, just pick up where we left off, hit the recruiting trail. I mean, I, I studied Bowman's resume hard last night. Uh, he's – it speaks – it's one of those – his resume speaks for itself, and I don't, I don't think he would be a bad hire at all. Just keep doing what we're doing and try to do better than the last time. And, that, I mean, that's exactly what, what happened with Clutch when he took over for Riley. Everybody like, oh, man, Richie Riley's leaving. Like, man, he was so good. He – now he's at South Alabama. He blew us away. And, you know, all they're just going to do is hire within and take one of his assistants and move him up. And Clutch took the ball and ran with it. I don't see why Bowman can't do the same thing. Now, the other guy um, that stuck out, and I saw a few people commented and agreed, I'm going to agree with them, was uh, was it Moore from uh, Northwestern? Yeah. Was at LSU? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I remember him from the McConaughey days. I mean, super nice guy. Also – Super intense coach. Uh, as you mentioned, he knows the Southland. He knows the area. He's. I, I don't see why he wouldn't want this opportunity to be a head coach in the conference that he, you know, made him made his made a name for himself as a high level assistant. You know, why not? I, I think he is just as qualified, if not more qualified, than Nick Bowman. Uh, I wouldn't. I'd be very happy to see more uh, get placed in that position as well. As far as anyone outside of your list, you know, I would have liked to see Kevin Johnson, uh, you know, come over from Tulane, but he ended up at uh, Southern. He's got the head coaching job there now. But, uh, man, other than that, uh, I think you, you put together a great list. But I've got more as a front runner and closely followed by Nick Bowman. Uh, Tevin Sadler is an assistant coach at Maryland. There are a lot of folks that say that they may be trying to bring him home. Now, he's really, really young. That may be a stretch. But, boy, if this were three, four years from now, it would maybe, maybe be the right time to bring him on home. Yeah, I, I do remember him as well. Um, he, I believe he's actually from the state of Maryland. Mm -hmm. um, and, he, you know, he ended up coming down here to play his last year or so. 
uh, yeah, he's young. Uh, I'm not sure what position he's in in Maryland. I don't know if he's ready to just take on a head coaching uh, position like that. You know, another one that was in the mix, Trevor Deloach as well. You know, same situation, came up in the program, you know, became an assistant. And, you know, the the resume is reasonable. He's just still a little young. You know, are they ready to be a head coach at this level? I don't know. But uh, they got to be close, you know. Uh, Tavon Sadler is definitely worth mentioning in the conversation as well. So, Turtle, I got to ask you: Like, are you feeling like yourself today? Like, do you feel like Taylor Griffin today? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I do, sir. Yes, I do, bro. Um, the, Why would you ask such a question? The, the Zion Williamson news is startling to me. Look, I, I kind of had my doubts about the injury situation because look it was not a torn hamstring it was a pulled hamstring and it's been three months so i've kind of been hinting for like the last month or so like hey let's go let's ramp this up like james harden played on a torn one uh, two playoffs ago why are you not playing on a sprained one so you know i kind of had my doubts and then the team kind of hinted like hey we're waiting on him and then yesterday he was dumb enough to to admit that publicly in the media like hey i'm healthy i'm physically cleared I just don't feel like myself. Bro, that's the, one of the most insulting press conferences that I've ever seen. If I'm Brandon Ingram, if I'm CJ McCollum, if I'm you know, Larry Nance or whoever it is in that rotation right now, Trey Murphy, whatever it may be, I'm telling him right now, yo, uh, just don't come back. We've been swimming upstream without you for three months. You're healthy. You're sitting on the end of the bench every game looking pretty in your suit. And you just don't feel like playing because you're afraid to lose. You're afraid of failure. You're fat. You've gotten out of shape. You haven't done the things that you needed to do all this time. What is he thinking, bro? Like, I think this is part of a deeper, uh, deeper rooted issue. I'm not sure that he's ever truly 100% been bought in on playing in New Orleans. And I think that at the end of the day, a, a small piece of him always has been wanting for more. But boy, something's going on because that was one of the most embarrassing press conferences that I have ever seen in a sports world today, quite frankly, Taylor, where there are a lot of embarrassing press conferences these days. What the hell is Zion Williamson doing? Casey, you and I have talked about this before. I warned you. I hope you remember. But this is what happens when you trust left-handed athletes. <laughs> no, on a, <laughs> no on, a, uh, on a serious note, that was that was just a little joke. On a serious note, man. I, I'm just as blown away as you, and I want to take a slightly different approach here, something we've also talked about on the air. Um, for one, you know, just look at New Orleans professional sports injury history and how people either bounce back or not bounce back. At what point do we start to question uh, potentially hold accountable, uh, open an investigation, whatever set of words you want to use. When it comes to medical staff and training staff of between the Saints and the Pelicans, like, dude, how many people are just going to stay hurt for so long and then go and thrive elsewhere? Now, Zion hasn't left. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you probably predicted – you know, if he ends up in, like, New York or L.A. next year, he's probably going to be awesome, first-team All-NBA. But, you know, that's just that's just us talking. You know, look at, man, look at Drew Holiday. Look at Eric Gordon. And look at the fiasco that is Michael Thomas right now. 
And look, I had a very strong stance about it. the same thing. You know, when you went off on Michael Thomas on Twitter and you had this whole thing, I was a hundred percent like, yeah, he's terrible, he's garbage, he doesn't want to be here. But you know, I gotta withdraw and apologize because we don't know yet. At what point do we start to question? Are the Bensons hiring competent medical staff for their professional teams that they own? I don't know if that's worth asking. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, what's your thoughts on it? Sorry to flip the question on you, but it's a never-ending cycle that we can't get out of. I mean, what, what do we do here? Well, I could tell you this. Uh, when Eric Gordon left New Orleans and went to Houston, he was very open with the fact that their training staff is not very good. Um, he said that, they miss some things. They don't do their due diligence. They are not very good at communicating. And look, at the time, Pelican fans were just, oh, Eric Gordon sucks. Oh, he didn't want to be in New Orleans. Oh, nobody was listening at the time. That was about five, six years ago. Now it doesn't look like he was telling a lie, does it? When you see what's happened with Michael Thomas, when you see, look, Lattimore in football was another one. Oh, he's week to week. And then eight weeks of missed games later, you know, you're wondering what's going on. Zion kind of in the same boat. He had a two to three week injury three months ago. Still not back. So at some point, I don't think it's an unfair question. Could it all be a coincidence? Hey, maybe. Do they maybe just have a bunch of thin-skinned athletes in their locker rooms? Maybe. But there is a lot of circumstantial evidence that is adding up. And uh, yeah, I don't think it's an unfair question to ask. Yeah, and um, you know, which leads me to the next point of just a little take at Zion and a little take at a pop culture reference you and I are familiar with. Uh, maybe he just lost his smile, man. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, you know, those, those who caught that reference, I'm sure you'll laugh. Maybe, maybe Zion just lost his smile. You know, I, I'm like you. Uh, I did tune in to about the last couple of minutes of you and coach Kali talking about it. Like, man, it's, it's sad to hear you know, from our standpoint, just as fans, like, really, you don't feel like you said, like, dude, you know how how much I just don't feel like doing anything some days, but we, you just get up and go do it. Now, granted, I realize we're not doing the same job, but, like, as you mentioned earlier, like, no one, no one is 100%. It's an 82-game season. Everyone's hurt. Everyone's battered, bruised. It's a grind. It's a... It's a complete lifestyle change. And look, if you if you injured, you injured. If you hurt, you hurt. But if you're good enough, then damn it, you got to just go and get it done. And if, you know, which one is it? Are you injured or have you lost your smile? Which one is it? Are you injured or do you are you just not mentally okay? And we need to take the next step and get you into some sort of, you know, psychiatric help like which one is it i just want upfront honesty and one thing when when these when these things happen you know whether it's football basketball whether it's michael thomas whether it's lebron james whether it's whoever now it's zion no one ever talks about you know you know who i feel the worst for i feel the worst for the not all the fans but think about these fans these specific fans that fit this specific demographic, I feel bad for the kid who's growing up watching basketball on TV, 9, 10 years old, 
absolutely loves LeBron James, Zion Williamson, whoever it is, whatever the situation is, and whether they're sitting out for load management or sitting out because they don't feel like themselves, whatever the situation is. Right now, Zion's getting all the heat because he's, he's in the middle of it right now. The 10-year-old kid who wants nothing more but just their absolute dream come true, hey, can we get some Pelicans tickets for Christmas and go see Zion play? And that family, it could be a family of four. It could be, oh, can we go see Zion play when the Lakers come to town? Well, your, your, your ticket price just went up. Can we do this? Can we do You can't tell your kid no. You know, maybe your money situation is not that good. Maybe you got to save up for a family of four. And, you know, all of a sudden you're looking at an $800,000 night, you know, to take your family of four to this game. And you got one guy sitting out for load management and the other guy doesn't feel like himself. It's a mess. You know, I feel that one right there, that tugs at the heartstrings. That one, that one bothers me saddens me, pisses me off the most about these situations. Even if you don't feel like yourself, look, we have reached the level where no one believes the game's real anymore anyway. Half the people think it's all rigged, so who cares? Like, if you got to go out there and fake it for the fans, do it. If you only good for, you know, what's, what's an NBA game, 48 minutes? If you only good for 16 minutes a night, start the game, Play three or four, come out. Play two or three in the second quarter, two or three minutes in the third quarter, finish the fourth. Give us 16 minutes a night for the hardworking people who are just there to make their kids' dream come true. Because at this point, the NBA is just entertainment anyway. Like, what? how that's so hard? Look, if you're injured, you're injured. I get it. If you can't walk, you know. If you, if you have a broken finger on your shooting hand, I get it. I get it. There are some serious circumstances. But if you just hurt, if you just load management, if you just not feeling it today, man, you got to boost up your courage just enough. you got to just find it. Give us a third of the game just for those fans. That's that's all. That's what bothers me the most about it, and I think that gets lost. I think that gets forgotten about in these situations. Well, dude, you know it's spot on. Tonight, the Smoothie King Center is going to be filled with ten thousand plus people who are at work right now. Some may have a migraine. Some may have a sore throat. Some may have a boss that they don't like. Some may be doing a project that they don't really want to work on, but they're doing it. Why? Because they don't get paid if they don't. So they're paying hundreds of dollars to go and fill the pockets of these players who don't have the same set of standards. You shouldn't be allowed to say, I'm healthy. I just don't feel like it right now. That shouldn't be allowed. And I get it. It's never going to change, right? Because the NBA, you know, the CBAs, and they're never going to go to non-guaranteed contracts. They're never going to do that. But the players perform for people who are in a different tax bracket than them. They're supported by people who are in a different tax bracket than them. And little old Johnny Smith, who's working in some factory out on the river right now, I guarantee you he's telling his buddies, man, screw those guys. Like, they don't care about me. Like, they, I'm paying all this money to go watch them put a winning product on the floor. They're healthy, and they, they just don't want to play. It's a turnoff. And if you go to the secondary market right now, there's tons of tickets available tonight for a playoff game, a home playoff game, and people just don't care. Because when you let stuff like this happen, 
the fans tune out, bro, and I'm I, I'm worried. This is a big offseason. If they don't do something about this, the fans are going to zone out. It, it's going to be bad. You're right. You're absolutely right. Like it's it's getting so out of hand that they they're losing faith in in the people that keep the product alive. They're losing faith in the people that pay the money to be entertained. They're they they could only lose so many fans and so much money but like enough is enough man like before it gets too out of hand they better get a grip on it and like, as i mentioned before i just kind of repeat myself i don't care if you only given us 15 16 minutes a night something is better than nothing yep. for the sake of entertaining and for the sake of making that ticket price worth it and even if, as a dad, as a grown fan, look, I know you are out there faking and enforcing it, and what you did meant barely anything competitively, but thanks for doing it for my family who wanted nothing more than to do this. You know, that's that would be my approach. You know, that's, that's enough for me to spend the money and be entertained. That's enough for me to want to take a family to the game. You know, I, if, they, if they don't fix it, man, they're going to lose it. They're really going to lose it. Speaking of entertainment, let's talk a little WWE. Um, Cody and Lesnar is locked in. That'll be at the next pay-per-view. Um, Cody has to win that, right? Like, they can't allow him to lose again, right? Uh, he either wins clean or loses dirty. And whether or not it's someone is helping Brock, it's someone is screwing Cody if he's going to lose dirty. That way, it at least builds to one or two more epic clashes with Brock to where he finally gets over just in time to earn back the trust and respect and earn back the credibility like, okay, yeah, he really is ready. Well, he really is the guy, and it's time for him to take the belt off of Reigns. So, uh, yeah, him winning at immediately the next pay-per-view clean over Brock Lesnar, I uh, I don't think it's time. I think he gets screwed and earns his uh, earns his rematch, and him and Brock may have a couple of epic clashes left to go, and and then then we see him, you know, earning his way back, and it'll be just in time for Brock to take a vacation during hunting season <laughs> and come back for either. Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, and you know the the schedule continues. I think I think that's where they're going to go with it. Let me ask you this question, bro. Um, I, I often joke about this or talk about this with uh, with Colin Kaepernick. Is that um, you know when, at what point are we going to say you know like hey he's retired he's not playing anymore? Like every time a quarterback gets hurt, we say oh you know Colin Kaepernick's available. Why why don't they sign him? When are we going to stop suggesting Roman versus Rock? Because, like, they're already saying, oh, it's going to happen for SummerSlam. It's going to happen for... Like, at, at how many swings and misses, how many strikeouts do we have to have before we finally say, like, yeah, it's probably just not happening at all, right? Uh, after WrestleMania 40, it's truly over. Okay. I think that's where it stops. The, the, you know... Everything we were led to believe coming up to WrestleMania 39, you know, it seems like the stars were aligning. You know, the Rock schedule is supposedly clear for the next three months and this and that. And, well, there's one more major milestone left, and it's WrestleMania 40. You know, every 10 years, 
they try to make it like really, really, really super special. Not just better than the last one, but it's a major milestone number. It's either it happens at WrestleMania 40 or we truly never will see it. I think that's where we go. That's the, that's the last shred of hope is next year's WrestleMania. Um, do you think that there's a chance that that's when that like that that's why he kept the title? Like I, I'm curious because like there are so many little hints, right? You know, he says, "Oh, I'll see you soon." Uh, on on Twitter, the day of WrestleMania, and like there's so many little subtle hints. Like there's so much smoke here that there's got to be something to it. There's got to be some sort of legitimate negotiations to it. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's hard to make schedules match, and you know maybe he's just talking up like. Do you think that this is something that we realistically could see? Um, I, I don't think he keeps the title to lose to The Rock at WrestleMania 40. But then if The Rock comes at WrestleMania 40 to lose to Roman and fi- truly acknowledge him as the head of the table, whatever, I mean, you're still stuck with what are we doing with Cody? It's been yeah. over a year. So, man, the only way I see it possibly working is, you know, maybe Cody wins it from him at Royal Rumble. And and then it's Rock versus Roman with nothing on the line, nothing else to think about but just Samoan versus Samoan, head of the table versus whatever. And... Whether The Rock wins or loses, it doesn't matter. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's really it's tough to predict. Maybe that's the time. Maybe you have, you know, maybe Cody wins at Rumble, gets the belts, uh, Rock versus Roman at Mania, and then it's Cody versus Sammy at Mania, and then Sammy has his moment, and then somehow Roman gets it back by the time we get to SummerSlam, and then these three guys are just the guys that carry the... And you throw Seth Rollins and Kevin Owen in the mix. You know, that's your guys that just carry the torch for the next three or four years, just constantly interchanging the belts and just keep the storytelling going. But, I, you know, I don't see... I don't see him winning at WrestleMania 39 had anything to do with The Rock. 40 i think i think it's just we either get cody beats him at 40 and we never see the rock again or the rock schedule opens up and we call an audible and then we hurry up and take the belt off of him before 40 in that royal rumble time uh that that's the only two ways i see it going two-part question brother part one are we going to see zion williamson again this season yeah uh on the sideline, uh, on ESPN, he'll have a, a nice uh, have a nice little suit on. He'll be smiling. He'll be kind of casually cheering on his teammates. Uh, what's part two? Part two, will we ever see him play for the Pelicans ever again? <laughs> uh, forgive me for being uneducated on his contract years. Oh, he's, he's locked down for several years, but, you know, that's – also why they, they can maybe get a haul for him in a trade because he is tied down for several years. Uh, 
I don't think we've seen the last of them. Okay. I think we get I think we get one more tease next year. I think we'll be lucky to get fifty games out of them, but I think I think we get one more tease, one more. Oh my God, he really would be the best player in the league if he stayed healthy, and it'll be just enough for some sort of blockbuster trade, whatever team's willing to take the risk. Uh, I think I think there's still something left in the tank. Um, look, I've pretty much given up on him, uh, but I don't think the world has. I don't think the NBA has. And, you know, I hope whatever's going on with him improves and he just finds a way to toughen up and make it happen and just stop just spitting on the fans, whether he means to or not. Uh, I I do not think it's the last of him at a Pelicans jersey. I think we got one more year of hope, and forty five fifty games next year. I think it's going to happen. All right, sounds like a winner, bro. Thanks so much for the time, Panda. Yes, indeed. Thanks for having me, and as always, go Tarks and God bless America. Yep, there's Taylor Griffin doing an excellent job as always. Oh man, so much that we could bite off, but we're running out of time. The turtle's not a big Zion guy, is he? <laughs> Oh, because he's left-handed. Yeah, I mean, look, he's right. He has tried to tell everybody you can't trust left-handed athletes. He's been trying to tell you all that for a long time. Y'all don't listen. Um, that's exactly what this is all about. If Zion were right-handed, he'd be healthy. He'd be out there. Oh, my. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Oh, no, we're kidding, of course. Let, let, let's, let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. We'll uh, break down the two play-in matchups later today, and we'll get you some betting <coughs> betting picks. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, Traverse, Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Trax. Looking for the room to haul your passengers and cargo area to fit your needs? Golden Motors has your SUV waiting for you. Come on in and check them out. Special APR as low as 2.9% for 60 months on 2023 Chevy Equinox. Hurry before it's gone. Chevy, find new roads. Golden Motors, 15101, Highway 3235, and Cutoff on the back road. 325-1000, price is priority. 2.9% APR with approval through GM Financial. See dealer for details. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back, too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. 
Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, Guaranteed. The music on the bayou, the Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. And welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey just cleared with Coach Brian Colley. Having a good show, wrapping up today's show. We want to thank Taylor Griffin for the time. We want to thank uh, Chad Sternfels for the time. Uh, we had a, a wonderful show today. Uh, very quickly, get uh, to a headline or two, and then we'll get you the betting picks. Um, what did you make of the news yesterday that Devin White has asked for a trade out of Tampa Bay? Um, I saw, look, man, Saints fans are crazy. Um, a lot of Saints fans on Twitter, oh, I don't want him, he's washed up. <laughs> no, y- y'all just don't like the fact that he's been very good against New Orleans yeah. in his career. Like, this idea that they don't want Devin White, to me, is crazy. There's no doubt he would help New Orleans. There's no doubt he would help almost any team in the NFL. And if Tampa trades him, they're making a mistake. Yeah, look, if you get them uh, with the Saints, their uh, their window's closing quickly. Uh, I think they got to do it the next couple of years because their defense is starting to get old. Yeah. And uh, there's talk in the draft, you need to get some defense. I, I agree, defensive line, you need to stop the run to have a chance in the NFL. So, um, yeah, Devin White would definitely come in and help, and I think he can uh, obviously help right away and – he can give you two or three good years. And I think that's what you're looking for right now. Look, um, we've got now visual uh, and physical evidence that the pitch clock and all the MLB rule changes are better for the game. I know you disagree with this, but you might change your mind when you when you see this headline. There have now been several MLB teams, the Diamondbacks, the Texas Rangers, the Minnesota Twins, the Brewers, and now the Oakland Athletics who have extended the amount of time that they sell beer at games because the games are shorter now. Before they would cut it off at the sixth inning, now they're going to the eighth inning because they want to have they want to get more sales. The games are shorter. People aren't in the venue longer. So we get more beer sales now with the new rules. This, this is visual and physical evidence that these rule changes were excellent for the sport. So you saying that I, I would agree with it you, because uh, you get more beer? Yes. Yes. You know me well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is this is all the proof that we needed that Rob Manford and his crew have done an excellent job. Um I thought I was I didn't realize that they stopped selling in the sixth inning. That's kind of stingy, but now we're going to the eighth inning, so we're doing a little bit of a better job there today. Are well, you people would get crazy end of a game. Are you ready to, to make some money today at, at Boomtown? Yes, I am. I got my little stash ready. Okay, yeah, I got some tickets that we'll be cashing in and reinvesting, as we say. Um, 
I like over 212 and a half for the Bulls and the Raptors. That's the first play-in game. Um, in the MLB, t- I'm not touching the Thunder and the Pelicans. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pelicans were fired up and, and blew them out to try to stick it to Zion. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pelicans rolled over and played dead and got blown out because they're debuted, as they say, because of Zion. Nothing surprises me there. I'm not touching that game. <laughs> um, Today, I like the... Blue Jays minus one and a half over Detroit. Kevin Gossman and LSU guys throwing. The Tigers are terrible. Blue Jays hammered them yesterday. I like the Blue Jays again today. Tonight, I like the Dodgers to score. Let me tell you the exact number. I got it earmarked. I think it's four and a half, over four and a half. Let's see. Dodgers to, uh, no, over four. I like the Dodgers to score over four against the San Francisco Giants today. I like today my Atlanta Braves to get a win over the Cincinnati Reds. Um, I'm taking the minus one and a half there. I'm also going to be going with Spencer Strider to get, where's his strikeout total? I got that one here marked as well. No, not Spencer Strider. No, my bad. Over four and a half runs for the Braves today. The uh, So I like that one as well. And that's the card that we got. And I got some different parlays and some different things that I'll be giving at Boomtown. But I'm not giving them all away. I'm hosting a show at 6 o'clock. So you guys get these and you, you can listen at 6 if you want all of them. Uh, I didn't notice. Uh, did Tampa Bay win? Tampa Bay. That's the only one we lost yesterday. Tampa Bay won. The others we all got right. So it's 11? Tampa Bay is still undefeated. I'm saying they won. I, I think they won. Let me see. Um, Yeah, Tampa Bay won 7-2. to They're still undefeated. I think, wow. I think they might lose today. They're facing Chris Sale today. He's actually really good. They're, they're throwing their number five against Boston's number one. Um, so there's probably a chance that they lose today. But I don't trust Trucks Red Sox, man. I, I put faith in them yesterday. They did me dirty. They lost 7-2. They lost to two. Well, we're going to be with Truck tonight. I'm going with the Red Sox. <laughs> oh, that's you. <laughs> Come <laughs> that, on. That's on you. Come on. Um, oh. Yeah, we might have to put something on the Red Sox today. It is a favorable pitching matchup. But how about that 11-0? Tampa Bay is 11-0. You're not supposed to win 11 games in a row in the MLB. Definitely not with the roster that they have. I think I, the MLB record might be 20-0 or so, I think. I saw something to start the season. Like, if you would ask me right now to name a handful of guys on the Rays, I would get Randy Rosarena. I'd get Brandon Lowe. I would get Shane McClanahan, and I, that's it. Like I, I couldn't tell you anybody else. Um, but that's the way that they put their team together, and they're having some good success doing so. Well, I would get zero. <laughs> uh, look, man, I, we didn't get to our mailbag today, uh, but we knew that, that was, Turtle and I always run long. So I've got a bunch of questions tomorrow. Uh, we're going to break down more of these power rating numbers tomorrow. I think we're getting softball brackets tomorrow, maybe Friday. Um so that'll be coming around the corner. Mr. AD, softball brackets? Uh, I'm not sure when they come out. I know the Tarpons, soon, right? uh, their softball game was uh, canceled <clears throat> today, uh, will not be made up. And uh, that that ends the Lady Tarpons softball season. But uh, Tomorrow, softball brackets are coming out. So it is the last playing date, so yes. Yes, yeah, so we will get those to you if they're out in time for the show. So it's that time of the year, man. It's crazy to think that, like, in the next two weeks, our local school sports calendar could be finished. Hopefully, it'll extend three weeks and be. Hopefully, we got some teams that you know go to Sulphur and all that stuff. But we're winding down, is what we're getting at. And uh, there's a very real chance that we'll have our final South Lafouche broadcast on Saturday or Monday. 
Uh, I, Saturday is another 100% chance of rain day, so I don't know if we're going to be playing then Monday. I don't know. I don't know what the schedule is going to be, but what I'm getting at is there's a very good chance that our tarpon coverage is going to be run, or wrapping up here in the next couple of days. Yep, then we uh, get spring. Uh, a few spring sports with spring football and a couple other things trying out for the next school year. Then a couple of weeks after that, done. And, and for some of us, done in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap up today's show. i got to go across the hall. I'm going to be on with Gus Cattengill at 105. Man, thanks to Coach Kyle for helping us out. Thanks to our guests. We'll be back tomorrow. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Have a wonderful rest of the day. God bless. Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small 